0: Welcome to a very special edition of Corona Toast. Yet another episode that was intended to be more of a shorty bonus episode that in the end became a full-blown episode. So I've been a fan of the band Robots Win since they pretty much officially began in 2008. consisting of two mainstays, Cliff Brian Worsham and Javier Francisco Balea. Their music was dark and synthy and pretty much everything that I was looking for at the time having decided that new wave music was the best music, and anything that was influenced by it would no doubt be my shit. With Brian providing the vocals and Javi carrying the majority of the production, these guys have consistently been delivering their brand of music ever since. And I do consider it a brand because these guys are more than just a band, you know. They are a vibe. I mean, really, like, they are a vibe. So when my good friend and business partner, Hank Stockard, and I started our record label Grip Tapes around the same time they were one of the first bands we reached out to about signing even though I rarely see them I love these dudes like friends I've known for a long time fast forward to the present Brian has dropped a solo album under the name Motherhood and has been producing for artist Spaceman Jones and Javi has just dropped an album called Death Cash America under the name Boy in Sleep I got way into this record and decided I wanted to break it down track by track with Javi on the line to do the deep dive with me so that is what we did, and that is what you are about to hear. Say what? Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word up. What up. All right, this just in. Robots Win is a brand new song called I Got Problems, which I'll have as our outro today. As always, any link you're going to need is in the show notes. Be sure to hit us up at coronatoast at gmail.com with any and all thoughts. Our next episode with recording superstar Missy Thangs will be dropping soon. And please support Robots Win and their affiliates if you feel like you could get down with these jams. All right, y'all. Talking about Death Cash America, it's your boys, J Waves and Boy in Sleep. Here we go. We get, Here we get, Here we, get. Here we get. All right, so I am talking to Javier Francisco Balea, my good friend out there in Asheville, North Carolina. He goes by Boy in Sleep, a very talented producer. Do you call yourself a DJ? I guess you do DJ as well.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I don't really call myself a DJ, but I DJ, I gotcha, will DJ, Gotcha. I, I don't love it, but it's, you know, something I'm good at and I'll I'll do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not, but I, I know you as a producer, which is something that I think you're great at. You don't need to confirm or deny that, but I think you're awesome. Thank you. But uh, before we get started, I just want to know, man, how are things for you uh, and yours in Asheville and, you know, how are you doing in all this quarantine shit?
1: Man, we're doing good. Um, thanks for asking. I hope you guys are doing good. Uh, yeah, we're just trucking along. I think we're like eight weeks into a quarantine. Um, Asheville, North Carolina is very chill. I've got some like go-to supermarkets that people do not frequent and the lines are short. Uh, it's spring here, so it's you know, spring in the Appalachian Mountains are, is quite beautiful. And uh, yeah, we've got a, we've got a nice yard.
0: Same place that I've been to and now I haven't been, that was years ago.
1: Man, no, we, we, we got a house about six years ago. Awesome. Um, I don't think you've been up at the spot um, since then. So yeah, we're, we're good. You know, we're kind of doing, doing the things that everyone's doing, man. I shaved my head. I bleached my hair. I'm just, you know, doing all the shit, man. Um, we're zooming, we're FaceTiming, we're WhatsApping. we're Google Hangout and, um, making kombucha, burning essential oils, just living and, and breathing, but it's, it's a weird time for sure, man.
0: Well, I love the sound of that. Um, that's, that's a great image. I kind of wish that I was like, uh, you know, just, just sleeping on the couch and just waking up to like you bringing me like a cup of coffee and like smelling some essential oils in the air. Like it just seems like that'd be like a really chill way to live, man.
1: Yeah. I'm doing like, you know, I'm grinding to taste. I got my whole beans. I got a hand grinder. So I'm just making sure like the, 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 the coarseness is right where I need it. Um, cause coffee is really important right now.
0: Would you, would you then say that despite everything that's going on, that you are indeed living your best life? I would have to
1: say under the circumstances, uh, me and my wife and, and a lot of my friends here in Asheville, we're doing our best and yeah, we're living our best life, man. You know, like, um, the, the stimulus check finally dropped. So, uh, that I didn't think that was going to happen. So that's kind of funny. And, uh, yeah, man, we're, we're just here, man. I mean, you know, it comes in waves there's definitely panic, and then there's there's definitely times where I'm like, okay, I can do this. So, yeah, just trying to create as much as possible, um, as much art, and just good vibes, and just breathe the air. You know, we're, we're lucky to be here in Asheville because the air is so fresh; it smells like like sweet, you know, nectar of the gods out here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude. It's just ridiculous. Spring in Asheville is pretty magical. So, just trying to chill, man. You know, like not watching the news as much as possible and and chilling.
0: All right, man. Well, look, let's get into this record, okay? Sweet. We're talking about Death, Cash, America by Boy and Sleep. This whole thing is about 23 minutes long, which is something that I appreciate. First track we got is called All Is Lost. It's an immediate head nodder. Uh, there's that clap with the long decay, you know, that's kind of like your main snare sound. Yeah. And you've got those, like, kind of stuttered vocals that kind of make me think. It's like there's like a... Um, kind of like a like a vocal sample that's getting getting stuttered it's kind of got that like crystal castles vibe yeah So man, I love that clap. You know, it makes me think of uh, Lil Jon got, got the beat, beat, to beat to make the booty voice. go. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the yeah, same yeah, yeah. uh, clap sound, and I just love like the the connotation that comes with that because it makes you kind of just want to like clap and like freeze for like a second. You know, the outro to this track is is got also got that like classic robots win kind of style to me, and the outro takes us right into the next track, which is called Skate and Heartbreak which I feel like kind of has like the same vibe as Beach Child, which is uh, one of my favorite Robots Win songs of all time. Maybe my favorite. This one's got that super big, like uh, real bassy synth. It's got an, uh, an alarm sound in it at one point, which is something I'm obsessed with, which I'll be- ban- Yeah, shout out Jay Dilla on that one. Dude, well, I'll be coming back to that. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, we'll be coming back to that. So this has like, a, like that super sweet melody. And I just like that there's- you know, it's there's almost like something a little bit off about it. I like music that's made sounds like it's made by like a regular person. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. not like a like a superhuman like genius robot. And yeah, a lot of music in this vein gets like overproduced. You know?
1: Well, can I give you a little Easter egg on that one? Because you Fuck mentioned yeah, the, please, please. you mentioned the the outro on All Is Lost. Um, if you listen to that and then you listen to uh, the melody, and you mentioned that Skate and Heartbreak sounded slowed down, you might want to. Take a closer look at the the outro to "All Is Lost" in "Skate and Heartbreak" because that sample's kind of in there somewhere. No, so. yeah, no, it, exactly. Oh, you got that. Yeah, no, I,
0: and I just figured that out tonight as I was I was doing like my final pass over all this stuff. I realized, yeah, that that was that was it. And I was almost gonna play the outro separately, but then I realized that it's here um, in "Skate and Heartbreak."
1: Exactly. So I'm just trying to like, you know, um, kind of flash that little that little nugget because I, I just love that sample so. Um,
0: well let's give um let's give Skating yeah. Heartbreak a, uh, a quick listen. right there
1: yeah yeah it's kind of the same sample throughout and it's it's just chopped up man um i mean it's pretty pretty obscure and unrecognizable at at that point but i kind of wanted to tease it uh just because i love that sample so much but i mean you would never know it and and it's honestly kind of frowned upon to, to show the sample when you've done such a good job of disguising it uh but i don't really care man i mean like somebody's lawyer wants to come after me that's fine dude
0: all right, next track is lo-fi young boy, classic boom-bap sound, classic muffled snare. Um, big, some big synths come in. There's almost an alarm sound uh, kind of vibe in this one as well. And uh, I really love uh, the bass on this one. It's like the perfect amount of bass, dude. Next track, We Out, kind of like an interlude. It's kind of psychedelic. I've been trying to figure out what it reminded me of, and do you fuck with Bad Brains? Absolutely. So, you know the song I Love Ija. Oh here, check this out. Oh nice,
1: okay. Yep. Yeah, man. So much like it. I love
0: it. You know, and then it goes into one of their reggae jams. Yeah, that's dope. So this brings us to to what I feel is the title track of this this album. You know, this is the banger, this is the one. Uh, I don't know if other people have been, you know, feeling the same way about this or even you did, but dude, Justin Bieber track five, I can listen to this just over and over again.
1: I think this is my favorite as well.
0: your like recording process so this one sounds like you like you recorded it live like it doesn't sound like it was like super sequence it sounds like you're actually like mashing the buttons because there's there's times where it gets kind of different and like the timing kind of switches up a little bit like what's your process like making a track like this
1: Hmm. this whole album was made in a really different way than than i've ever really worked so yeah you're talking about it's a little wonky it's a little it's kind of you know the bass is well. It sounds is, like
0: it's live. Like it sounds like you push yeah, record and you no, mashed all the buttons like yourself, and then three minutes later the song was done. You know, not like yeah. To be
1: honest, it's it's really not live. Um, it's it's just some some post stuff that I've I've been like experimenting with to kind of you know make things sound chopped and screwed. Um, and yeah, I mean I'm not using any drum loops that that are on a grid. You know, so we're not the classic like quantized beats are not happening on this record. Um, but as things get chopped and screwed, some classic drum loops that I've fit into whatever, you know, um, session I'm working on kind of end up, um, either working or not working. So if I left it on the record, it kind of works, but all, all the stuff that sounds very organic and very kind of warbly, like as your head nodding, you're kind of adding an extra shake in there between your like rhythmic nods because, um, yeah, there's just kind of other stuff happening. So I just kind of had to trust my my intuition on, yes, it sounds messy and live, but does it work? And that's kind of, I think, what you're feeling there. But um, yeah, I mean, with without getting too much detail, like every, almost every song on this record was chopped and screwed after I made it um in some way shape or form so
0: well i really want to i want to focus on on what you just said about kind of like i can't remember your exact word choice but about like kind of like adding another little beat in there because you i noticed you doing that particularly on another song um so i will be bringing that up so we can come back to that but dude justin bieber is just absolute absolute fucking banger
1: dude thanks man my favorite thing about that track is that the chorus or what i feel is that the chorus like there's no drums so i like you definitely get off on that part of it and i yo like i'm glad that you 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 mentioned like you wanted to write to this record cuz that's kind of what it's so simple and it's these little snippets that's really what it's for i want people to listen to it and be able to fill fill the space with with their imagination and and what the record has informed in them so like that was like my goal like this is for all my friends and other artists that need something you know to to move this whole thing along so like that's that was my exact intention like there, there's not a lot of complexity to this record and that kind of speaks to what you mentioned about the drum b2 sounding live um because i tried to do as little as little as possible and just use good ingredients kind of like when you're cooking and shit so yeah man that's amazing like that's that's exactly what i was going for
0: uh next track track six Winwood. i wrote down uh interesting little chop that you got going with the percussion there. You know, this whole record, especially because of the time it's released, it, it's kind of got a spring vibe, but it's also got like a fall vibe, you know? So I hear a song like this and I see in my head, I see like leaves falling, you know? I see flower petals wow. like flying through the air. And you know, that yeah. chop sound that you have going, it's almost like a, like a record cut, like into the snare. It, it makes it kind of hit a little harder in a way so it makes me think of impact it makes me think of things falling makes me think of things landing where they might you know what i mean which is kind of more of like a like a death like autumn vibe than a spring vibe you know
1: yeah so uh this was made on my porch last fall um this record was recorded from last summer to this winter um last winter or whatever and uh this was made uh the original name was called First Fall. Oh, my God, on my bro. Porch And there were leaves falling and the sun was, I, I, I can see the mountains in the distance. So, like, the sun was setting over the mountains and the—and it was kind of coming through the leaves falling. And uh, the beat there you're talking about, there's, like, I put a little a little phaser on that drum loop. So it kind of changes, even though it sounds like the same loop. You got some of that, like, sucking in and out, that breathing in and out vibe on that drum.
0: Wow, bro. Damn, that's awesome, man. You nailed man. it. Yeah, you, you and I are it. really, uh, we're obviously very in tune, man. This is why I'm a big i am a big fan of yours. I mean, the last thing I wrote about it is that I wrote, I wrote, It's Peaceful. This is the first song that makes me think of death, even on an album that has death in the title. So, Damn. yeah, man, I was feeling it. So next track, uh, Workout USA. So I got a crush a you on this one. Uh, When I make a beat, you know, uh, when I'm like making a beat and I I just kind of threw some shit together and I'm like, I'm going to come back to this later. You know, you're saving it and you got to give it a title. You know, you got to give it a working title. Yeah. Um, So I'm wondering if Workout USA, is that like a title that you really came up with? Or is that something that you like named the track like right as you made it? And then it just kind of stuck. I think
1: I've always called it Workout. All these all these songs like leading up to the release, got little Instagram videos from my my Instagram at Boy and Sleep. And this one was just like 80s workout people dancing to the beat. Um, and if you scroll down my, my Instagram feed, you can get to it. Um, there's a couple that have the workout um, thing going on. And then I added USA just to kind of tie in the title. And, and I feel like it's just super relevant right now. I wanted to time. I wanted to give instead of workout. I wanted to give it a little more resonance, so I added the USA after. But it's always been called workout. I think that's the name of the session file on my computer.
0: I want to say that this is one of the more boring songs on the record. And yeah, would you agree? I agree. Would you agree? Okay, right on, yeah, man. man. <laughs> yeah, I probably my you... least favorite song on the on the album.
1: Okay, we're. I can. So the good thing about this song, though, is that without this song, there's no album. So this one I made in Dobra Tea Room on my laptop, like literally with the like little keyboard with the letters on it. Oh shit. Um, Dobra Tea Room, West Asheville, shout out, great vegan spot. And uh, so the funny thing is though, this is like what spawned the record because it was, like a, it was way more sped up than this. And I was trying to bounce a song to make a little Instagram video, but I accidentally, and it was on the same session, but slowed down, right? So I accidentally bounced this one out and I was like, what song is this? Like I didn't even make this and I loved it. So long story short, man, like I started approaching all these different songs in that way. Like I'm not just making a beat or making a song and leaving it be. I'm like, let me hit it on after the song's written and try to make something different. So that that's without this song, um, there probably isn't a Death Cash America like at all. But now I know what you mean. I'm bored of it too. Like this is the one. This is the one track I don't want to get through. And I thought about like making it cooler, like after the fact. And honestly, near the end of the record, I gave myself a deadline to put it out of 420. Um, and like I just like I had some other parts I could add to it. And I, at the end, I was just like, you know what? That's that's not what this record's about. Like it's this record's about like not doing anything else. So that's kind of why it's it's left pretty bare. Which you know. Is what it is, man. It's-
0: but see, you know, knowing the story behind it obviously makes it that much more important. And I've been thinking a lot lately about the concept of like when you listen to an album and there might be a song on there that you're like, eh, I don't fucking like this song. But then I tell them I'm like, just I've just discovered like the art of telling myself like the artist thought that song was important, though. You know what I mean? Like this song wouldn't be on the al- the songs on the album for a reason. And I've been trying to think about the songs that I don't like on albums kind of differently because I'm like, what did the art? Why did the artist think this was good? You know, like they, there's something about this that they thought was worth it being on the album. So it kind of makes me, you know, approach things a little differently. But hey, man, you know, on an album as good as this, I don't have to like um, every single song, you know? Um, well, that's why I love you
1: too, because you're honest as fuck, and that's the only kind of people I like around me. So yeah, word up.
0: <laughs> word up, man. So, uh, the next song is called Swimsuit. Uh, what did I write? Oh, yeah, I wrote, if this was flipped an entirely different way, it would be an MF Doom song. It's got that kind oh. of, uh, there's like, it's like maybe like the main kind of sound. Like, it doesn't sound like an MF, MF Doom song, but there's a part of it that does kind of like that King Ghidorah era Doom, which is something that, I mean, I've, I've always loved about the dude. I mean, I love like his like sound choices, like his aesthetic. And I feel like this kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Um, I wrote nice thing with the drums. Oh, yeah, this is this is the one that has uh, it's kind of got some other little beats. I wrote gives you some other little beats to add to your head nod. And you basically kind of said the same thing earlier when we were talking. You were like, you know, as you're figuring out your head nod or whatever, you know. So I was like, yeah, man, this one's kind of got that uh, that going on. Yeah, man.
1: Um, This is one of my favorites. It's really, really slow. Um, And yeah. Uh, Beats. I feel, I just love this song. Uh, It's a a song that goes way back for me. I think I started this song. This is one of the ones that uh, I pulled out of like the vault and just remade it. Um, So I think I originally was like working on this. Man, I want to say like, you know what? It was probably like six years ago. Um, And it was just a whole different song. And it didn't really work with the album. So I pulled it, pulled it out. Um, and just kind of reworked it and added added the beat, and it's just so like droning. The bass is like chopped and warbly as fuck. And live, I played this out live before before coronavirus hit. I started doing some Boy and Sleep shows, and like I was at the Mothlight playing a show, and like it just like it shakes the entire room. But it's the slowest song ever, and it just sounds like it's like dripping. So. I'm a big fan of, like, songs that just sound like they're, like, melting, but, like, kind of still make you nod your head.
0: One of the best moments on this record is the end, is when Swimsuit ends and Billy begins, and I've got that queued up because it just goes into this fucking murderous track where I'm like, oh my God, I wanna kill everybody. And um, I may end up having to kick a freestyle over this, um, but I'm gonna play the uh, the segue between um, between tracks eight and nine. And it's just such a powerful moment, here we go. I'm coming out the garbage on some hard shit I might slice you, make you feel some hardships Bury you in the back of the yard where I got all of the other bones that I'm at Got my barbecue grill, I like to chill, I'm just a cannibal in Chapel Hill A man who is an animal and still has the feelings of a human I'm kinda weird the way I be scratching and consuming, man I'm fucked up I'm vacuuming up the sluts and filled with blood and guts I don't even give a shit, I'll eat some fucking lawn clippings and all dog shit, you flip it and throw it in your fucking Face, spray with take
1: you back to the the lawn clippings, man. That's my line. The lawn clippings line.
0: Oh, I'm never afraid to uh, to throw a little humor in there just to make uh, make a freaking Yeah, no, I
1: just want to eat some some sod, you know what I mean? That's like, <laughs> my dream.
0: I'm a cannibal, but I'm also into yard waste. Oh, so nice. Dude, that song is fucking, is murderous, man, you know? And you've been hitting us with some, like, pretty chill vibes, you know, at this point in the record. And then all of a sudden, we got to start fucking murdering people.
1: Yeah, I felt like we needed a banger. And, you know, this whole album is about not thinking too much, not working too much. I mean, it took me longer to master this thing and get the levels right than it did to make each track, really. So that was the whole idea. So
0: I love that attention to detail, man. I think it really shows. <laughs> word. We've now come to the end. So this is what I wrote. I wrote, and then, the tears flow. Because this outro is everything you want it to be. The same reason why you love Heartbeats by The Knife. Within two seconds, I know, because I timed it, you are already in love with that song. And this song has that same energy. It's got all these little clicky and draggy percussive sounds like you know those videos where one person films themselves playing all the parts of the song and they're in like little boxes that like we would have described in the past as looking like the Brady Bunch opening credits but now it kind of just looks like a zoom call. But I feel like I can see you in my head with every little shaker and guiro and woodblock or whatever, you know what I mean? There's like all these little like tinkly tinkly scratchy little, little fucking things going on in the background and it, it just makes this fucking incredible atmosphere. And you know, this is a song you don't want to end and then it does and you know that the album is over. And if you hadn't shed a tear yet, you finally have a reason to cry. Beautiful. My guy, man. I fucking love this record. Is that uh is that the rapper Wells? Is that why you called it Wells? Yeah. There's that little sound of him going like "Eh," "Eh."
1: Oh no, no, he's not on this and I haven't even told him I did this. Like, you know, we're we've known each we played some shows and you know, we don't chat often, but I you know, we know Wells and uh, you know, shout out Charlotte. Um No man, I just it makes me feel like like tear ducts like welling up and
0: oh like a well like a not not the rapper Wells but a, a well like a wishing well.
1: Well, no, in the end, I mean, I used a lot of people's names on this and um, just for for titles, um, and I've always just liked what Wells does, so I kind of took the vibe and, and took his name and put it on there, and obviously the dollar sign um, is the Wells. Right, that itself. kind
0: of tied that in for me as well, so that's why I figured it had to be him. So. Dude, we're we're done with the album, so I, I just have a couple things I wanted to ask you. So I'm obsessed with Alarm Sounds, and I'll, I'm not a big, I, not, obviously zero against him, but I'm not a big Jay Dilla guy. You know, I don't know his music super well. I mean, I know it, but I don't know it well. But I've been really into um, Alarm Sounds lately. There's a producer I really like. Are you familiar with Mikey the Magician?
1: Uh, sounds familiar, but I'm not. I can't think of anything off the top of my head.
0: I'm pretty sure he's from Florida, and he's been working with like. Do you know that rapper Puya?
1: Yeah, I've heard of Puya.
0: So Puya is like my favorite rapper uh, right now. At least was my favorite rapper of 2019. And him and Mikey the Magician do a lot of songs together. And uh, he also produces for uh, Shake Well and Fat Nick. And I love his vibe. And he's got a lot of alarm sounds, like alarm vibes. And, you know, he may very well have been influenced by Dilla as well. But there's a lot of alarms on this record. And so as somebody who's, like, really into alarm sounds in music lately, I'm, like, fucking bout it, bout it. Yeah, man. I wanted,
1: I wanted some tags. You know, I wanted I wanted some tags and some, like, stabs to, like, kind of, you know, put, put my stamp on the record and... The alarms kind of like always work with any any you know um, note structure. Like they're they're ominous. Uh, we're obviously in a, in an incredibly crazy time right now with everything going on. And I feel like you know while you mentioned like death is in is in the the title of the record, but like most of the songs are kind of bright and chill. Um, I felt like you know the the stabs and the, and the sirens kind of add this like ominous darkness behind it, which just kind of like is how I feel every day, you know?
0: It's kind of funny because you could take these songs in different directions. I feel like if you were in like a great happy mood, you could take it that direction. But if you were also in kind of like a dark place, you could take it in that direction. And I actually felt like at one point when I was running and listening to it, I was like, man, this is kind of like a sad record. And I think that Robots Win has a kind of sad sound. But then, you know, you've always got Brian doing his his vocals. He kind of brings, like, uh, like hope to the track, if you know what I mean, you know? Like, even on a, in a song that's kind of, kind of sad, I feel like he kind of can find a way to sort of make it, like, uplifting with his voice. I just was thinking of, or, like, with his word choice. And I was, you know, an album like this, when there's no words, there's no vocals, it's just got to stand on its own uh, musically, so... I was kind of wondering too, like about the relationship between like having a vocalist in some of your previous stuff. I mean, I know this isn't a Robots Win album, but, um, you know, the message is different when there's no, there's no words, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. With Brian's vocals, I think you're right, man. Like his, his stuff comes from a, a very sad place and a place with a lot of pain, but you know, he's, he's telling that story with hope. So you nailed that. And, um, I feel like, you know, even though my stuff is instrumental, Uh, we align with that vibe because, you know, life isn't black and white. Um, It's, it's everything. So, you know, we're, and it's all at once. So how, how do we, how do we cope with that? Like as humans, like how do our brains work? Um, it's just kind of like this weird juxtaposition. So.
0: so Brian put out a solo album uh, as Motherhood. I know he's been doing like production work uh, under that name for a long time now. Uh, he's also had his collaboration with Spaceman Jones. You just dropped a solo record. So did people start hitting you with the like, oh, God, did, did robots win, break up, you know, or people like, was the rumor mill starting that like you guys were like heading off in separate directions or, you know, were you getting calls like, oh, what happened? or Or did everybody just kind of expect that from y'all?
1: I think it was expected. I think we've been putting out music consistently as Robots Win since 2008 now. So at this point, like, I don't, I haven't heard one thing. I'm sure Brian hasn't heard one thing. We've done so many collaborations and different projects over the years. Um, and I think everyone that knows us personally to where they would call us knows uh, kind of we're always working on different stuff. And yeah, Robots Win will end when, when Brian and I cease and Josh cease to, exist as humans um, on this earth. So
0: lo and behold, robots win. I haven't even listened to it yet, but robots win, robots win has dropped a new song.
1: Yeah, man. So throughout all this, and we were kind of working around me, me finishing this project and Brian finishing another spaceman Jones and the mothership single, which just dropped. Um, We've been doing a Dropbox record. Unfortunately, our guitarist, Josh does not have a recording set up in his little pandemic cave. So Brian and I are working on, on this this EP, um, and the first song just dropped, um, and we're going to continue to drop songs weekly um, from the Robots Win outlets. And yeah, man, so this record has been being made on Dropbox. We're sharing a, a Dropbox folder with about, I think we're between like s- around six to eight songs now. And um, oh, wow, it's we've never really worked like this. We've always gotten into a stu- into a studio in person and just worked on stuff because we live in the same city. And this is actually some of my favorite stuff we've ever done. And I'm kind of, you know, approaching it similar to the way I approached uh, the Boy and Sleep record in that I'm just kind of letting it fly and I'm, I'm chopping and screwing it as opposed to just writing a song and moving on. I'm like, we're working on a song and then um, trying to take it in a different direction and like really get, Wild with dynamics and just see what happens. So
0: that sounds like a really fun part too. You know, when you've been making beats maybe like the same way for a certain period of time, you know, it's it's fun to breathe new life into it with like a different angle. You know,
1: absolutely, man. You know, some of it is that, and the other is just like necessity. Like, I don't have time to work on a million things. Like, as you get older, you have less and less time for whatever reason. And how do I get a finished product out? You know, like there's buoyancy Sleep Records that never came out over the years. Because I just could never wrap my head around getting it finished, so be, that's part of why this record is as simple and kind of um, you know clear cut and short. And but I think it it also works you know overall. But there's there's reasons that it's like this, and I I actually really like that as an aesthetic. And like you said, like who has time for a fifty-six minute record? Um, let's make it let's make it the length of an office episode and you still got 10 songs. (laughs) Yeah. And like, you could just let this thing, you could just go and repeat and just vibe out and chill or whatever. Um, but yeah, like to tie that up, man, robots win is, is putting out stuff that we're really excited about the fun thing about working like via the internet and not in person. is like, I could wake up to, I'll wake up to a text message with five songs for Brian and like, I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do with these five songs you just sent me? I can work on one at a time. So it's just really exciting, and I think if I hit him back with with my version and my my additions, he gets to feel that excitement as well. So it's it's just entertainment, honestly. Like it's instead of binging a TV show or trying to make this record, and that's kind of like been been the idea. It's like survival, um, getting getting each other through this crazy time how many zoom calls can you have, you know, with your people drinking wine? I guess you could have a lot, but like, I don't know. I don't know about you, man. Like my zoom calls are kind of like slowing down. I think everybody's just like in a place where they're just like, okay, what next? Like, are we, what are we doing here? So.
0: Well, bro, I don't, I don't need to make zoom calls because I'm making some fucking cranking podcasts out like a motherfucker. Yeah, man.
1: Keep doing it too. Cause I'm really enjoying it. I was like cracking my ass up listening to your last one. Dude. Uh, Scotty Boombox.
0: Yeah, man. Hell yeah, dude. He's the homie. But I just want to say, man, like, I'm just such a fan of you guys. I mean, I've loved Robots Win ever since day one when I heard y'all on MySpace. Um, I used to call you guys Makeout Music because I always tell the story about when I saw y'all playing Asheville and this, the, the song, it was like the hit of the time, like, came on. And I just looked around and I just saw, like, five couples start making out. And I'm like, who... Who does this, you know, who makes people like hook up like this? And not only do I think that I could bang to your record, but, uh, I hope I get to someday, bro.
1: Well, man, 24 minutes. I mean, that's a solid, that's a healthy time, like amount of time. You know, so I, I think it's also it's good. It's good for that as well. And like, you go
0: through different modes, you know, and there's that nice. You um, got to switch it up. man. There's the hardcore, you know, honestly, bro, you know, uh, at the end, Billy, you know, the hardcore one that I was rapping over. That's yeah. your that's your power. That's your your power finish. <laughs> the <finishing> and Wells <laughs> is the cuddle song.
1: Oh, my God. That's so good. Well, yo, man. Thank you so much for having me, dude. I just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, Kent to Kent sounds. Uh, Ken Hernandez on the art thanks for everyone for like pushing me to make this record. Cause like, like I said, man, it's, it's a long time coming. Elijah blue, Brian, uh, Marley Carroll, everyone that like encouraged me to put this out. Um, And thank you for having me. Um, Thank you for everyone. Like for copping this record, it's free. This is a free record, but people are still buying it, which blows my mind. Yo. Yeah. Thank you. And just everyone who's copping it and sending me messages like you know, I'm kind of starting this this project up from scratch, even though it's been here since I've been a kid, and I just want to thank everyone, and thank you for having me on here, man.
0: Bro, Dan, this is like the best, this has been like the best episode, man. You know, I told you this was going to be, uh, you know, like a quick 20-minute thing, and this has turned into like a very heartfelt, <laughs> very well, you're, you're a great uh, articulate speaker. I love what you had to say. Um, so I'm going to turn this into like a full-blown um, episode, man, and... Uh, I think it's going to be great. And word. anybody that disagrees can suck it. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, word out.